outside is not that cold and if you take my hand I'll walk with you to Georgia Hello everyone and welcome to Country with Celine. Today we have the lead singer of Tyler Anthony and the Trainwrecks, Mr. Tyler Anthony. He said, can you open this gate, grease the wheels, get big cold beer, top off the waters and don't tell your mother you can have one in a few years. Once you open that great yourself i'm doing awesome thank you i love the hat i love the look thank you thank you thank you I, I couldn't decide if i wanted to go with the hat or not or i also brought my daniel donato hat so no the the cowboy hat it goes I, I approve a lot of other singers come on with just the baseball cap i'm like no the cowboy hat is the way to go <laughs> so tyler tell me a little bit about yourself so where are you from yeah i'm from uh i'm from nebraska so born and raised here, uh, got a lot of family in Iowa though. So they're, they're both connecting there. Um, but yeah, I've grown up here my whole life. Uh, I've lived on a ranch since I was in second grade. Um, and nothing big, nothing crazy. Like we're talking 10 cows, max five, six pigs, two, three horses, you know, some chickens, just kind of living off the land a little bit. Um, and, uh, but, but we got a lot of farmers in our family, obviously. And, uh, but yeah, no, I, I grew up kind of as a, a country boy, but at the same time, a little bit of a city boy. I did a lot of choir. I did a lot of uh, musicals. I did acting. Um, you know, I, I did pretty much anything but play sports in high school, which is kind of <laughs> a lot of people don't understand. You know, I'm a bigger guy, so they think I'm a, I'm a lineman or something. That's too funny. Honestly, just from that, we have a lot to talk about now. I did not know that you were an actor now, too, and you did choir. Um, and oh, yeah. You grew up on a, a ranch. So this is probably going to sound so stereotypical of me to say, but I mean, there's a show on Netflix and everybody's been watching it. So do you watch Yellowstone? With Ashton oh, Yellowstone. Hell yes. <laughs> Rip is the best. I haven't watched it yet. You know, it's pretty sad. I Are you kidding? Really? I should probably start. Honestly, it's the gore that gets me. And like the very first episode when I saw him shoot that horse, I was like, I don't know if I can do this now. <laughs> it's it's a it's a tough show, but damn, it is so good. It is so good. I've heard only the best things from that uh, show. I mean, it will happen when it happens. Um, but and so that's a little different than where I'm from. But I mean, that's Montana country. That's Texas and Montana. Yeah. <laughs> but now let's kind of shift gears a little bit and talk more. Yeah music wise uh so i was reading that you quit high school i mean not high school sorry college to pursue a country music career now is country music something that you always wanted to do and you kept it more on the back burner and you never decided to actually do it or was it something that you had like a life-changing experience and like you know what i want to do this now like this is what i want to do i think country music has always been in my blood it's always been kind of who i am it's my, my voice really fits it yeah. i i love I love the outlaws, you know, the, the Johnny Cash's, Willie yeah. Whalen, Christopherson. I just love them. The songwriting, everything's beautiful. So I've always loved that aspect of it. But I grew up on uh, Boston Eagles, um, CCR. So I, I, got, I had a little bit of that Southern, you know, Leonard Skinner. I had some of that Southern uh, country rock, um, but I had a lot of rock and roll. Um, I actually outside right out of high school into, uh, no, actually. So right out of high school, I went to Wyoming 
for a, a year uh, for school. And, uh, and I, I, in my dorm, you know, I had a computer and I had mm-hmm. a piano. So I actually made beats and I, and I loved just, oh, we'd just make beats and we'd sit there and we'd, we'd have a beer and we'd rap and we'd like, you know, we'd just rhyme off the top of everything and just have a good time. You know, it's like, it's what we did. And, and so I, I started pursuing a lot of that type of music and, and a lot of like melodic, uh, you know, like Post Malone type songs. Cause I loved that as well. I'm a big fan of Post Malone, still am. Um, and then I moved back from Wyoming to Nebraska, went to school for a semester. And that's when I picked up with this classic rock band full of, uh, I mean, they're all probably 45s to, to 55 year old guys called the ancient Greek gods. <laughs> and, uh, and so we'd sing Skinner, we'd sing, uh, Zeppelin we'd sing the Eagles. We sang a whole bunch of classic rock stuff, you know, Ted Nugent. And, uh, and I sang with them for a while and that's, that's kind of what, brought me from making these hip-hop beats and playing around to really going hey I think like I do love music so much and, and I love this classic rock but there's something about me and my guitar and there's something about the songs that I write have that feel of just this 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 truth that you can't really convey um unless unless you're singing uh, a little bit of classic country I think you know and that that might be a little some people probably don't believe that, you know, like hip hop has, is real, you know, uh, but yeah, I, something I, I, about the guitar and, and just a voice, you know, mm-hmm. country music is three chords and the truth. It's Amen. Uh, yeah. And storytelling on storytelling with country. music. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of on the same mindset with you when it comes to like the hip hop side of things. I mean, people beg to differ and they'll stick with hip hop and say, no, there's meaning behind this or that, or this. And that's like, nothing compared to country like you you just can't compare it um but i feel like everybody who wants to start a music career has that little period of their life where they test the rap side because i mean it's so fun <laughs> yeah, to rhyme yeah. stuff and just drop a beat and just like go ham like probably nobody knows this though but i even have tested that field and i mean like it's such a good outlet too like when you it is play. it's fun yeah, exactly. Especially when you want to talk smack about someone, it's like no one needs uh-huh. to know I'm writing this, but I'm writing this and it's really good. <laughs> well, in, in high school, that's kind of how it started. Is we would make jokes, we would make like funny rap songs, you know, yeah. stupid ones, and uh, and that's that's kind of. And once again, I was a theater kid. I was a choir kid, um, you know, and so like having just this, just wanting to listen to a lot of like Bruno Mars and Post Malone and. Uh, I don't even know what else I listened to back in high school. Um, I still listen to a lot of rock and roll and country, but but it's like th- those are the type of genres that really fit with these theater kids and, and making friends with these people. And just as a whole, if you're hanging out together, that's what you're doing, you know, listen. So maybe that that those people reflected my music taste for a few years. Well, that's how you connect to people too. Like when, especially if you kind of yeah. all the same thing, um, like even if it was sports like you were into, or, or like you said, like um, the theater, like the arts uh, type of thing. But what did you go to college for? Like when, after you left high school, what did you take? Yeah, I was a uh, business, of course, cause I didn't know what I wanted to do. I was a uh, business, but the reason I went to Wyoming was cause I had a, uh, I had a, I mean, a, a really good scholarship, a very good um, paying my way to go to school there, um, for music. And then I, I, music as a side is kind of like, uh, um, like a 
a dance choir. It wasn't really a show choir. It was kind of a show choir, but it was a little different than that. Uh, more of a, more of, I don't know, like we held microphones and we don't do that back where I'm from at least. So maybe, maybe that's the difference there. It was a great time and I'm blessed to be able to go there and, and, you know, it's kind of like a year free of my life that I just got to hang out and do mm -hmm. some work. It's always such an amazing feeling and such an amazing accomplishment when you realize that you're given a scholarship. Like it's pretty crazy, especially for people who play sports too. Like up in Canada, um, a lot of people end up getting a scholarship to go play like um, division one, two, three, whatever it is like down in the States off of a scholarship. And it's just like, holy crap, like I worked my butt off and I landed this. So, I mean, regardless of, pursuing it for the whole entire time you're there it you still got it so it's still yeah. an amazing feeling and with you going there you kind of realized your passion for what you actually wanted to do so you went back to your roots and now you're where you are today right yeah yeah seeing all those the, the real cowboys in wyoming you know i like to say i'm a little bit of a cowboy but wyoming oh man they there are some just hard-ass guys there and women um so yeah yeah uh, they, they are true there, you know. I think I got to make a trip there now. I think I do. You should. You should. I think it's worth it to just to go to one of these places, Wyoming, Montana, and even hit up rural western Nebraska. Uh, it's just you learn so much. You learn so much. There's so much to learn outside of your bubble, especially when yeah. you're from – like if you're just a plain old city boy, city girl, like there's so much other than that. Or even if you're just like a small town, like country boy, like there's so much out there that you have yeah. to experience, especially in your twenties. Like it's so, yeah. it's so true. Cause you're never going to get that time back ever. I agree. Um, but so country music, you found your passion again and, and yeah. pursuing it. So you played at the Country Music Hall of Fame for Kiss Breast Cancer Away. And the headliner, okay, Dolly Parton. Yes. Okay, so tell me, how was that? It was an amazing experience. It was, uh, it was one of the coolest ever. I, uh, my whole family came down to Nashville. And um, my girlfriend at that time, now she's my fiance, I asked her the, the day I played, actually, at the Country Music Hall of Fame. So luckily she said yes, or else that would have been a shitty show. Uh, no, uh, the show was amazing. I got to work with so many good artists. Uh, and just to name, like Kent Wells, for, for example. I mean, an amazing musician. He's played in numerous, numerous records that you have heard from Nashville. He plays with Dolly Parton right now as well. And he's also part of her producer. I mean, he, this guy, this band that they had that learned my song, <laughs> A, a kid from Nebraska, they learned his song and played it and, and backed him in this beautiful stage and auditorium in, in Nashville. I mean, it was unreal. It was, it was crazy. I, I just, I, yeah, I don't have words to say how cool it was. I think like the best thing to say is just how I keep going back to, it's like, I'm a kid from Nebraska, you know, like it was, and, and Dolly Parton, Dennis Quaid, Low Cash, we have Alex uh, Smith, CJ Solar, Aaron Kinsey. I mean, so many people, G Gabby Mooney, um, so, so many people, so many people. They're just, they're, they were great. It's amazing when your dreams start to come true, like what you <laughs> aspire to be for so long. Unreal. 
it just, it's starting to happen in front of your eyes. It's just such a surreal, surreal feeling that there is no words to describe it other than just, I'm so grateful this is happening right exactly. now. Exactly. Right on the head. Yep. And you proposed to your girlfriend the same day. How did you do it? I want to know. Yeah, I hired a, a photographer to to act like kind of like a, a fake or I hired a photographer to um, and act like she's taking free photos. Like, hey, you guys look really good today. Um, I'm trying to I'll take can I take some free photos to help boost my business and I'll give you the photos. And so so I, I, I lined her up to do that. And this was uh, on the last day we were in, in, in Nashville because we last day was that Sunday and that's when I played in the in the country music hall of fame and so we're leaving monday morning so she had no idea she goes well if he would have done it he probably would have already done it right um so i kind of wanted to keep that suspense so we go to a coffee shop in the morning we get coffee um it was and uh and um yeah so this photographer comes up and says you know you guys look good can i take some photos she takes some photos and then that's that's when i got on a knee and i asked her to marry me and then we took a took a whole nother photo session so it was a great great morning yeah of course that's so cute yeah no if she said no that would have been a really shitty day yeah good. luckily i was pretty positive she would say yes of course how long have you two been together for it'd be about a year and a half about it's okay when you so, can with somebody it doesn't even matter whether you're with them for no months. yeah a year three years when you know you know right yeah yep and now talking about music. Okay, so you don't have anything yet on, on the major streaming platforms, but you do have songs on SoundCloud right now. So just share when you're going to be releasing a record that's going to be coming out, the music. What's going on with all of that? Yeah, I don't have a date on the record. I know that's probably not what you wanted to hear. I don't have a date yet, you know. Um, there's a lot of – first off, I want to I want to talk about – part of my reasoning behind not releasing any of this music on on these yeah, major these Lord, major Lord, places i want to i will i and i'm going to once i record this record um i'll put it out on all major platforms obviously but um i think it was was it sturgill simpson well i don't know who said it someone said something about uh being something a lot i can't even remember what it was something along the lines of like being an outlaw uh, the most outlaw thing he could do was to put his music to an anime. That's what it was. And that's what Sturdle did, which I thought was crazy. You know, uh, the most outlaw thing was he got all these cowboys to watch an anime. You know, uh, it was kind of funny. Uh, but my 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 reasoning behind that is is more so. Every kid, every kid who's doing what I'm doing uh, and there's thousands and thousands, millions whole bunch in Nashville. There's probably a million in Nashville, you know, and there's a whole bunch where I am who can put out music and can just do that, can just throw the shit out without having to put too much, not saying they're not putting effort in, but without having to go on the road and go play shows and go develop that fan base like they did back in the day. I think it's more outlaw to hold that music in, give it to your audience that sees you live and then come back and release that music, uh, on these major platforms. I think, I think there's a little bit more of a work ethic involved in, in doing it this way. And I'm not shitting on anyone no. on any people. No, but I think there needs to be some sort of difference between me, between, if you want to make it in this career, you have to have something different between you and the million other guys doing it. Girls, guys, 
So that's part of the reasoning behind behind wait now on on this on let my music out there uh, on iTunes and Apple, you know, and or Spotify and uh, but but no, my record's coming. It's coming. It's uh it's in the works right now. I'm working with an engineer. We we haven't even started with any of the the songs yet, but we are in the works with the engineer, um, revising a couple of the songs. Uh, we got the demos recorded, so kind of getting the band to learn the demos and go through the songs. And uh, I can't give you a date, but I could say I'd like within the first, for at least the first five months of the first of the year, you know. So um, I'm hoping to market it and, and get it out there. As long as you know that a record is on its way, that's all that really matters here. And oh, I, yeah, yeah. It, it's so smart how, like, essentially, you are marketing yourself, too, by, like, going around to places and playing music, but not having yeah. it released out there yet, because it makes people want to keep following along with you and keep, like, well, when's he going to release this? When's he going to release this? And then they mm-hmm. just keep getting more intrigued with you, and they start to like your personality, too, and you just gain a really good fan base rather than... I see what I see what you mean with the difference with the just post to just like releasing it right away or yeah. kind of holding on to it right and plus you want to kind of perfect it too for like to do yeah so they really enjoy it and you gave it everything you got into this record so I appreciate you like waiting and taking your time I think that's a, a really courageous even thing to do um at the same time but next year that's gonna be fun you. you know next couple months like into 2022 if it gets out there yeah yeah <laughs> oh, there's, there's a lot coming i i was so i was hoping to get the music out when i played the show in nashville because i thought that would have been a great time for people to look up my name and hear it but i i didn't get to that so so that was postponed the, the record has been postponed um but we'll get it out there. And um, another thing, too, is with, with guys who are doing it like I do. I mean, if you go full in, uh, you know, this is my sole job. And, and this includes, you know, emailing constantly with people throughout the day. You have constantly writing. You're constantly booking shows. You're constantly got to get your hotels booked. You got to get your merchandise out there. Keep the website updated. Social media is in itself. I mean, you know, because you're running a business here. And a lot of people, I think, need to look at them as that small business and think about that plan. How are you going to market it? How are you going to, what's your, what's your goal? What's your, how do you get there? Mm -hmm. Smart. So, so being able to, being able to play originals that people really like that, you know, they like, uh, at live concerts, you're also upping now your your ticket sales or your your the amount of people at these shows. If they want to hear that song, it's like, well, we got to go see him, right? Yeah. So there's there's a lot that goes to it, and and I'm not saying I'm doing it right. I'm not saying I'm great at this this doing it this way because oh I don't you know there's lots of times you know you're but uh but I think that's just one thing that a lot of musicians need to understand and and get behind you know. Especially when you're starting out too, and you don't have that huge like support, like meaning business-wise behind you with people yeah. doing this, someone doing this. It's literally just you doing everything mm-hmm. like yourself, emailing, marketing, writing these songs, yeah. to get them out there. Like people, they see the finished product, but no one really knows how much time and effort goes in 
to that finished product. Even with you performing a, a songs live, like you said, you can up the prices and it works because if they want to hear this music, they can't go to Apple or Spotify or so-and-so. It's like, no, you got to come here. Even with me, I started doing Country with Celine live shows. So it's like, yeah, you can go on um, po my podcast and see it, but you're never going to actually get to see me and you in person if you don't come on out to the show and you hear it. Yeah, and the live aspect is what people want. People yeah. love that. Especially when, like, we had such a crappy 2020 where, like, everybody yeah. was doing this, like, Zoom calls and stuff. Yeah. Which, I mean, it has its perks because I'm in Toronto and you're in Nebraska, correct? So A little bit away. A little, a little bit, bit away. away. Yeah. So, like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, it's cool like that, but you still kind of crave that physical like in-person type of feel uh next one so favorite venue that you've ever played at because i read that you've played at a lot so what would be the favorite would it be um the country music hall of fame even though we'll just consider that a venue yeah um i mean that was really that was an awesome venue but i think um i think in terms of venue i mean that's great it's big and it was beautiful great destination great you know all these amazing people there but i think i have to go back to kind of my roots and say um uh there's there's two really good venues in nebraska that i like playing that that are close to home one called one's called country drive and it's actually a golf course but it has a huge outdoor patio outdoor bar and this huge uh white tent and it has a stage in there and and they get a lot of good acts come through there that's one of my favorite because um I've played a show there on a Wednesday night even, or, uh, or a Saturday, but, and, and I've been, and then we go to the country club and I've been in there since, you know, till 2am, just, just singing, swapping stories with people. It's an amazing experience. And I think that, and the people who own it are just so nice and so just great humans. So that plays a big role into your experience with the venue, right? The, the second one is Bucks Bar and Grill, and that's in Venice, Nebraska. And there's a lot of Texas guys who come in there, a lot of independent artists who come in there. Um, I mean, so I don't know if you've heard of, well, Cody Jinks used to play there, which is badass. Uh, but, th but they got a lot of good people like Charles Godwin even came in. Um, and uh, Goodwin, I believe is what his name was. Um, and he just toured with Zach Bryan, I, I think. Um, so there's a lot of good artists that, that, that they get in. And there's so many more to name a few. Um, and Tanner Usray, I'm wearing his shirt. He's coming, and I'm actually opening up for him this Saturday. Um, so, but those those two venues are probably two of my favorite, and they're so close to home. So maybe that plays a part, just being close. Yeah, I I was the just people. gonna say probably because it's more of a meaningful type of venue too, because yeah, it, essentially it is your home. Like that that is your home, rather than playing in like California or or Florida. It's your home, and I mean that would obviously be even my favorite venue to play especially when you yeah. have your family to come out to support you even your friends um but that's nice to hear and now with 2022 right around the corner let's kind of talk about a new year's resolution because i mean it, it's almost here so, so <laughs> let's talk about it what is, what is yours come on you gotta think of something uh, now yeah you're putting me on the spot now um man 2022 my new year's resolution it's december um, you need to figure this out time I mean, of course, everybody wants to work out, you know, uh, eat better, but, but we'll put that one on the side. Um, man, I think, uh, 
I don't know. I mean, I have a lot of goals. I don't know if they're New Year's resolutions. I have goals that, that, that align with kind of myself and the business aspect of what I want to do with my with Tyler Anthony and how to get that out there. Um, but even past that, I think I want to continue to work on myself. Uh, I think, um, you know, work on work on humility, kind of, maybe, and work on self self-development, um, being able to uh you know i don't know i yeah i think i think like kind of look within and figure out cuz i'm still i'm still young i'm 22 um and uh and i got a lot ahead of me and so bettering my you know just just things like that things like reading maybe get better at that um uh, some good books and 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 practicing humility better that should be everybody's new year's resolution always to better yourself i mean probably yeah we're not all perfect. There's so much that we can do to better ourselves and to, to develop ourselves in like different ways to be nicer, to be kinder, to kind of love yeah. ourselves more um, and so on and so forth. So I agree with that New Year's resolution. I, I totally agree with that. And I think I'm going to keep some of that and put it into mind too. There you I, go. I would have just been working out, you know, but you, you went dive deep in that one. <laughs> well, we ought to go. It was a, it's a deep question. You ought to go deep with it. And, you know, look at who you are. And if you really want to make a change, then do something good instead of just saying the blanket statement of, oh, I should go on walks more, you know? Yeah, right? Which you should, which you should. I mean, we all should, right? But I mean, going on walks is really good for um, yourself. And even going on on runs and, and jogs, they really clear the mind. It is good for the mental health. It is. Yes, it's so good. And working out is so 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 good dopamine yeah get it out get it out (laughs) um okay before i let you go to tyler we're gonna play a little game i like to call country with lean rapid fire so i'm gonna throw you out a couple questions answer them and then yes sound good okay yep so is this just is this just like what comes to my mind is it one of those things like this or that this or that we'll do this okay all right okay Okay. so if you go on vacation are you the type of guy that likes to explore or you kind of just want to relax relax whiskey or beer beer calling or texting Mm, calling i think pineapple on pizza or off pizza this i don't care oh you don't care i don't care (laughs) you really don't care my my fiance i think i think she likes it on pizza although she's gonna get mad at me if i say that and she doesn't but no (laughs) oh but i think i don't know let's put it on the pizza why not get our get our fruit in Okay, I'm just Italian. I'm just gonna pretend I didn't hear that one. Uh, so, to- and the last one, toilet paper over or under? Because this is a debate that goes on forever. So we need to settle this now. So what do you do? Like you know, when you put the toilet paper on the rack, does it hang? say that one more time? So toilet paper over or under? So you know when you put it on like the little rack, oh. do you have it hang over or is it in the back near the wall? It's got to hang over. Right. I know. It's got a hangover. How else do you grab it? Yeah. You get poop on the wall if you do, you know? <laughs> okay, I would hope not. <laughs> I would hope not. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. Let's get sponsored by Dude Wipes, all right? Oh, my God. Or, or Poopery. You know Poopery? Or Poopery, yeah. I'll take it, sure. 
poopery the the oh god oh wow this is we're getting totally off topic with this one talking about <laughs> good old times in the washroom okay anyways thank you uh, tyler anthony for joining me today on yeah this was honestly so much fun and i can't wait to hear the record when it finally comes out and, and for now, you guys can listen to his songs on SoundCloud. They are up there. And yeah, so thank you again. Tyler. And YouTube, I believe. YouTube. YouTube. Can't forget YouTube. Can't there forget. you go. Sure. <laughs> well, Put a video you. to the song, right? All the time. All the time. You, you have to. It's so nice to actually watch something too rather than just listen to something. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's been a pleasure, Celine. Thank you for having me and, and for allowing me to come on. And uh, if you're ever in Nebraska, you hit us up. You got a lot of friends here already, so. Honestly, I'm going to be making yeah. my rounds right when I'm allowed. There you go. Uh, but yes. Well, thank you again, Tyler. Topped out the waters and I didn't tell my mother. Little did she know what I was drinking here. Open that gate, Nice ice cold.